Thank you for joining us for the Military Family Research Institute podcast. I am your host, Sadie Erkwitz. Today we welcome Dr. Travis Dorsch, Purdue alumnus, assistant professor and founding director of the Families and Sports Lab at Utah State University and advisory council member of the Center for Families at Purdue University. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks so much for having me. The Center for Families provides a way to improve the quality of life for families. It serves as a catalyst to integrate outreach, teaching, and research activities that support families. It increases and enhances collaboration among academic disciplines, employers, educators, policymakers, and human service professionals to bring about change focused on families. As you know, MFRI is an initiative of Center for Families, thanks in part to the Lilly Endowment, Inc., the Department of Defense, and others who saw a need for research, outreach, and programming on military and veteran families. Travis, go ahead and introduce yourself for our listeners and explain the work that you do at Utah State. Sure. As you mentioned, I'm an assistant, hopefully soon to be associate professor at, uh, at Utah State. I'm, uh, I'm in the middle now of my sixth year on campus, and uh, I founded the Families in Sport Lab. And uh, you know, one of the one of the overarching things we try and do here in the Families in Sport Lab is really try and better understand this relationship uh, between young people as they partake in in youth sports settings and their families. So really, like, how are the families involved, and how does that impact them as young athletes? But also, how does that athletic participation uh, reciprocate and influence the family members, whether that be siblings uh, or parents? So we're really trying to investigate some cutting edge questions, trying to better understand this youth context. I think it's really important as a youth context, I mean, other than education, which of course is compulsory, uh, youth sport is perhaps the most ubiquitous context for young people in the United States. So we're really trying to dive deep and and figure out how some of these family relationships are happening uh, and then uh, what those impacts are on the family dynamic. So uh, right now we have uh, four PhD students in the lab and they're all doing great work uh, in addition to the work that that I'm trying to push forward. And uh, we're really trying to adhere to the land grant mission of Utah State University, much like at Purdue, where we try and connect our research uh, to the folks in the community. Do you have specific examples, maybe, of ways that families play a critical role? Sure. I mean, especially at the youngest levels, but I mean, you think about the number of hats that, that parents and family members have to wear, right? I mean, they're the, they're the chauffeurs, they're the launderers, they're, they're part-time psychologists. Uh, oftentimes, they're serving as a coach or a volunteer, really, to make the sport organization run. So, youth sport is a context that, that by necessity, can't run or can't operate without parents, without family members. Um, having their boots on the ground and really making it go. So, you know, it's, it's this it's this sort of double-edged sword, right? Because oftentimes we think, well, how, how nice would youth sports be if we didn't have to put up with the parents? But, but it's really the parents that make the engine go. So we've got to figure out a way uh, that they can do so in a facilitative way. This uh, concept isn't really uh, far-fetched for you either because you were a student athlete here at Purdue and you also graduated with all, all three of your degrees from Purdue. Can you tell us a little bit about your academic and athletic careers at Purdue University and how your families p- played a role in that? Sure. Well, I was at Purdue for way too long, that's for <laughs> sure, uh, getting all three of my degrees. But, but yeah, I think it was, it was a formative training ground uh, for who I would become. And I, I think that's a really cool thing about the college experience, whether or not that lasts just four years or, or whether folks take it on um, and work on graduate degrees. But Purdue really 
uh, has led me to become the person I am, the professional I am today. And as I think about my, my student athlete experience, you're right. I mean, just, you know, the, the, the lessons that I learned on the playing field, the opportunity to uh, play for different coaches and with different teammates and, and learn all those skills. I mean, those translate 100% to, to life as a professional. And uh, I think about those lessons often and I think about things that my coaches told me often and, and really it, it laid the groundwork in the sense that you know I came in as an 18 year old you know unassuming freshman majoring in in psychology and, and I left uh, three degrees later roughly 15 years later with some breaks in between as a doctor with a PhD and someone who's really become an expert in a, in a certain niche area in, in science and, and I think that journey uh, it was really one that uh, that made me be really introspective about my own uh, journey, uh, about my own upbringing, about my parents, and about how I wanted to parent, and about what I saw in parents of my teammates and friends and peers. And uh, yeah, so the journey's been great. I, I think back often and fondly about my time at Purdue and the training I received during my undergraduate master's and, and doctoral training. Focusing on your graduate student years, you earned the Van Scoyt grant to support your work on parents' early socialization through organized youth sports. So this really, this youth sport concept started for you also during your graduate level here. Uh, can you explain how this grant helped you uh, conduct, re- conduct research for families? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, when you think about, you think about grant funding, and, and that's, that's nice. It gives you money to do your work, but it's, it's so much more than that. It engages you uh, with a group of people uh, in the field of academics and uh, it makes you think about why your work is important and, and telling that story I think is important because we can all do research but to have to uh, propose a study and get that study funded by some by, by an entity like the Center for Families you really have to sell not only the research you want to do but yourself as a scholar so that was really a first step for me in fact it was the first grant that, that I ever had funded and uh, it really allowed me to, to dig in and complete my dissertation work uh, in a way that was meaningful. And, uh, you know, that dissertation work uh, lasted uh, about 15 months. It was a longitudinal study where I, I followed young families as their children just were beginning the sports, uh, the youth sport experience. So these are these are parents and families, you know, that have four, five, six-year-olds that are just starting out uh, in soccer, basketball, tennis, you know, whatever it might be. And I followed these families over the course of the first 15 months uh, of the first child's athletic career. And I think it was really eye-opening for me to be able to do that, of course, with the Center for Families support, because it allowed me to see how parents sort of learned how to become youth sport parents and how young people learned how to become athletes, this process of socialization that we see at the earliest stages of different life transitions. So, you know, for me, that study wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't for that support from the Center for Families. And I know so many other students who've come through since my time as a graduate student at Purdue that have been funded or or partially funded by the Center for Families, and it's allowed just a broad range of work uh, in the area of family dynamics. And I'm really proud of having been one of of the first awardees there at Purdue. Yeah, it seems like there has been quite the list, and you were, you like, as you said, you were one of the first ones. Uh, Do you feel like this grant gave you the opportunity to see what you wanted your professorship to be like? Gosh, you know, I don't know. I mean, to be quite honest, I think when you're in the when you're in the trenches of your your dissertation, maybe you're not even thinking about what it's going to be like to be a professor. <laughs> but now, but now in retrospect, right, looking back at it, I think it, it 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 was sort of the training wheels for me. It allowed me to 
to write a grant and, and learn how to submit a grant. And then when I was awarded the money to learn how to, to manage data collections and to manage money on a grant and to manage um, uh, a small team of undergraduate researchers who, has, who I was able to pay for, for time in the lab. Right? So a lot of these lessons then that I would, that I would use later on uh, as a young professor, kind of managing a project from start to finish, I think I learned with those training wheels on in that first grant experience there with the Center for Families. So I think it's it's so vitally important as we, as we meaning folks in the field of academia, as we train young people to become future scholars, it's so important that we give them these opportunities to to see a project through from start to finish and to have a little bit of, uh, you know, money to allocate towards the things that they think are important in that research. So yeah, it was a, it was a great experience, one that uh, left me uh, ready and capable then as, as I got my feet under me here at Utah State to uh, to become a successful grant writer in my own right. Now you're an advisory council member for Center for Families. Why did you decide to continue to support the work Center for Families is doing? It's it's such good work, and actually, you know, at the at the end of my dissertation process, or not even quite at the end, but after I after I navigated the Van Skoyak um, scholarship and, and conducted my dissertation research, uh, Dr. McDermott Wadsworth, uh, Shelley McDermott Wadsworth. Uh, approached me and asked if, if I would be interested in serving as a student representative on the advisory council. And of course, uh, flattered as I was, I, I thought it would be a great opportunity to lend some of my own experiences as a graduate student, as, as a recipient uh, of funding from the Center for Families, uh, to that advisory board. And, uh, and that then morphed as I graduated and, and moved out here to Utah that morphed into sort of a full-time uh, professional position on the advisory council that I've continued to this day. So I guess it's been, you know, six, six maybe going on seven years now that I've been a part of the advisory council. And I see it as, as so important uh, to helping guide the mission of the center. Uh, you know, Shelley at times can be a, can be a one-person show, and, and of course Kate is there at her right hand. But I think the advisory council has really helped guide the direction, the mission, and some of the initiatives of the center. And that's been fun to play a part in that. Well, I know that your input is valued. Definitely trying to move this forward and continue because the Center for Family is, is coming up on its 25th year. Yeah, it's very special. And, and honestly, I mean, although the, the, the importance of the advisory council is for us to, yes, help, help guide the, the center, I feel like I, as an advisory council member, have also gained a lot from, from being involved. I mean, each year when we come back for the meetings on campus, we get to learn about the research that's being conducted in, in HDFS and, and across campus. Uh, we get to meet some of the scholars in that department and across, across the college. Uh, we also get to learn about what some of the graduate students that are being funded on some of these other small scholarships and fellowships, what, what they're up to, uh, and then, of course, follow them as they embark upon their career where I was just, just half a decade ago. So it's really a wonderful opportunity. I, I hope I'm giving back in a meaningful way, but I know that the center continues to give to me, uh, you know, even, even many years later. And here it is full circle. It's really neat. Travis, thanks for being here with us today. You can learn more about the Families and Sports Labs at Utah State University at familiesandsportlab.usu.edu and the work happening at the Center for Families at Purdue University at purdue.edu forward slash CFF. And for additional information or ways to support military and veteran families, please visit mfri.purdue.edu.